the Hot and Unbothered podcast. I'm your host, Jillian, and in a world of dating advice and apps, this is the show where we talk about the opposite of all of that. Every week, I'll be dishing my best advice for how to grow into the hottest and best version of yourself while becoming unbothered by the dating scene. If you're ready to fall in love with your life, you're in the right place. It's time to grow and glow together. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Unbothered podcast. I'm your host, Jillian, and today I wanted to go through um, some things about red flags. And no, I'm not talking about the red flags that you see in someone you're dating. I'm talking about noticing the red flags that you have in yourself. And that is a heavy topic because noticing red flags in someone else is one thing, but seeing them in ourselves is very, very difficult. And it's a whole nother thing. It's, it's really hard to dig up the red flags that we see in ourselves. So I, I think we all have to call ourselves out on our shit sometimes, though. And that's what this episode is kind of going to be about. So strap yourself in. Um, You might relate to some of these. You might not. You might relate to most of them. You might relate to only a few of them. But I think you will somehow relate to some of these, whether it's things you've done in the past or anything like that. So here is my list of red flags we should start noticing in ourselves so that we can become our best selves, fix those things, heal from those things, And this is not a huge list of things, but I think it's a list that I feel really covers some good ground with this topic. So here we go. First red flag we should see in ourselves is we should ask ourselves, am I needy? This is, you know, if you need constant attention, if you need to be around people all the time, if you always need a date to your friend's weddings, or um, if you need a date to a party you're going to, you always feel like you have to have someone around. And that can be anybody. If you feel like you need to show up to every single function with a group of friends, if if you can't feel like you can be alone then I would categorize that as, you know, seeing something in ourselves that is needy, that needs attention, that needs someone by our side. And this is maybe not an inherently negative thing, but if you find yourself doing it all the time, like, of course we need other people. Of course we need community. I'm not saying don't have friends. I'm not saying don't have community. But I am saying that if you find yourself constantly needing people around if you're petrified in fear if you don't have someone there if you just like the attention and you find yourself craving that attention then I would do some further reflection on that and really try to heal from that my best advice for healing from being needy is making sure you're doing things on your own even if they scare you, because it can be scary, but it's as simple as going shopping at the mall by yourself. It's as simple as going to see a movie by yourself. It's as simple as going to dinner by yourself. And 
some people may not be as comfortable with some of those things, which is totally understandable, but going on a walk by yourself, right? I mean, there's there's so many different things you can do by yourself to kind of get used to not having to have people around all the time. The next red flag is, do I put others' needs or feelings before my own? And honestly, this one has been a pretty big one in my life personally, so I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can relate to it. I know I've had conversations with people in my life about this that they could really relate to this too and when we put other people's needs before our own we are sacrificing ourselves Um, we are sacrificing ourselves to being engulfed by their feelings and not dealing with our own and that can be extremely detrimental to any relationship any friendship um, even any parent-child relationship it can affect so many different parts of your life and it really goes hand in hand with codependency and I don't want to use that term too much because I think it can box people in but if if you find yourself putting other people's needs before your own then I would really recommend making sure you're setting boundaries and boundaries are not an easy thing to do at first but the minute you start making those small steps to setting boundaries is the minute you can start feeling like you have autonomy for your own life. It's it's as simple as setting very, very small boundaries with people or very small boundaries with yourself even. If you say, you know, let's say you work too much. If you tell yourself, okay, every single night I am going to log off at five o'clock and it doesn't matter what's still in my inbox, like I need to make sure I'm logging off. Setting that boundary with yourself is going to allow yourself to trust yourself and then you're going to feel that you can make these decisions to put your own needs before anything else. So if you need to log off at five, you know, you set that boundary for yourself, then you are putting your needs before other things, before other things that aren't important. Next one, ask yourself, do I have a lot of trouble dealing with negative events and emotions? And do I only want the good and deny anything that is negative? So this one is big because if you're having trouble processing negative events, although I think we all have trouble processing negative events, but if you're having very visceral reactions to anything negative, the smallest things, then that is a red flag that maybe you're not ready to deal with any kind of relationship. Because the thing is, when you get in a relationship, everybody always feels like it's, you know, all rosy, rose-colored glasses kind of thing, right? It is never that way, right? There is always something. There's always something that is going to pop up maybe randomly. There is always something maybe a little bit negative under the surface or something that needs to be improved upon or some kind of argument or disagreement. That is the reality of relationships. You see that in friendships. You see it in parent-child relationships. You see it in any relationship. So dating and romantic relationships are no exception to that rule so if you only want the good and you can't deal with the negative that's a red flag that 
there there is a lot that you need to still heal yourself from now ask yourself am i unwilling to work on myself and there is a certain level of stubbornness with that one um and i think i've definitely been there before where i I didn't really feel like i wanted to put in the work i didn't have the motivation to put the work in myself i wanted to be fit but i didn't really want to go to the gym I wanted to eat healthy, but I still wanted that chocolate chip cookie at the end of the day. Um, so that that goes into every aspect of our lives, right? It's It can go into our romantic dating relationships. It, it affects everything, just like all of these. It affects everything. So if you are seeing any of these, if any of these are resonating with you, it's time to take a step back and really look at, okay, Let's just acknowledge it and let's try to move forward from there. You will hear me say in this podcast a lot, the first step is always acknowledgement. If you're listening to this right now and you're acknowledging any of these, then you're on the right track. Now, the wrong track would be acknowledging these and then not doing anything about them. And that may happen at first, right? You may acknowledge it and not do anything about it for a while, but hopefully you loop back around and start doing something about it eventually. So anyway, if you are unwilling to work on yourself, this is where healing comes in. This is where finding resources to help you heal comes in. I mean, I think a testament to you, you're already listening to this podcast. You probably listen to other podcasts that are similar to this one. So you're already on a track of at least thinking about healing and working on yourself now again ask yourself do i lack independence and this kind of goes back to being needy if you have not had your own thoughts at this point where if you feel like you are still kind of following in your parents footsteps their thoughts if you feel like you're following the crowd if you feel like you're just you're in a relationship and you don't really think for yourself then i would say that's one sign of lacking independence that is a harsh reality to come to so i'm sorry if that offends you but this is the kind of work you have to do to heal sometimes you have to offend yourself and say oh yeah i do i do lack independence um another thing with independence is if you have never lived on your own and I don't necessarily mean if you've okay if you've been living with roommates that I'm not really counting that but let's say you've always lived with a significant other or you've lived with your parents um like you do you but I think there's so much you can learn by living on your own personally I've lived on my own inconsecutively for I think about three or four years now and it is the best thing that's ever happened to me I love it like I have found so much independence from it I have become so confident because of it so I would just suggest that if you're even thinking about it right now just if you have the means to do it do it and then are you doing things on your own You know, that leads us back to the first point with are you needy? If you're not doing things on your own, that is starving you a little bit of your independence. Okay, last few ones here. This is in regards to dating. 
ask yourself, am I relation shopping? And if you've heard that term before, I really like that term because relation shopping is like basically looking around, you know, if you're on dating apps, that's really where it is like rampant. Um, Looking around, seeing, you know, okay, this person like fits this, 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 and then this person fits this but doesn't have this. And it's really shopping for a relationship and it's it's not a genuine way to try to get into a relationship, I don't think, because if you're just listing off characteristics of people and not really looking for a genuine connection and genuine um, chemistry, then it's just kind of like a little game and you're shopping and you're trying to see, you know, who fits all the things you want, who checks all the boxes. So if you are relation shopping, I would I would recommend you to just first acknowledge that and go from there. You know, it doesn't have to be okay, yep, I'm relation shopping. I'm going to delete delete all my dating apps right now. I'm going to stop going out on dates, blah blah blah. Like nobody's saying you should you should do that or you have to do that. You don't have to do that, but it is just acknowledging it. Acknowledge it and make sure you're aware of that red flag within yourself. Is there something big that is still bugging you about the past or your past relationships? Because especially when it comes to dating, if you're going into a new relationship with an old bad energy, it's truly not going to turn out well. And speaking from experience, I can tell you that. I think you have to completely heal yourself before you step into a new relationship. And you know what? Sometimes it can work out for people, but I think majority of the time it doesn't. It doesn't if you're not healed yourself and you you don't have, you know, you don't have a fresh perspective. You're still carrying around this old energy that doesn't need to be with you anymore. And you can only really truly release that energy when you actively start healing yourself. Okay, here we go. Last one. Do I overthink every relationship slash dating situation? If you are overthinking any kind of dating situation, even in this is controversial, even in the slightest bit, then you are not ready for a relationship. If you want to actually be with someone healthy and you're overthinking things, then it's just not, it's not a go. And I think we're all probably very guilty of this, especially women. I think we're taught to like overanalyze everything and overthink everything. So I, I think it is just, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this podcast, right? I don't want us to suffer in this anymore where we have to overthink anything, everything, where we feel we have to overthink everything. We don't have to. Things are going to happen the way they happen. And there is a level of acceptance with that that is a very difficult thing to come to terms with and you know even if I'm here on this podcast mic talking to you right now I have been able to accept that a lot but like I don't know if there's ever full acceptance for 
you know, realizing, oh, things will be the way they are. Because, you know, people come into your life in dating relationship, dating situations, people come into your life, like, who are not meant for you, who are not supposed to be there the rest of your life. But they come into your life and they still affect your life and you still love them and you still overthink certain situations that happen with you and them. So it is not an easy one to come to terms with. I would call this a red flag only for the fact that I believe we need to call it out. That we need to call it out in ourselves that we are overthinking things, that it's okay, that things will be how they are. And that we don't have to overthink as much as we feel we have to overthink. So on that note, I just want to encourage you to take a listen to this maybe a few times, honestly, and really be honest with yourself. Because as hard as that is to be honest with ourselves about these really heavy topics, honestly, it is so healing at the end of the day when you can acknowledge these things and start to realize them, realize how they pop up in your life and make note of them and start to heal from them. Because the sooner you start healing, the better your life is going to be and the more amazing things you're going to attract towards yourself. And that includes, you know, if you want that that dream relationship you have in mind someday, that healthy relationship you have in mind someday, then this is where it starts. It starts with you. It starts with you working on your healing, working on these things that if you feel you resonated with any of these at all, You just start working on them and I promise you that the moment you start healing yourself is the moment things will start falling into place for you. So I love you guys. I am so happy you tuned in today. I know this was probably a heavy one, Um, but I want to thank you for listening again. And as always, you can catch me over, ask any questions you have over on our Instagram, which is at hot underscore unbothered. And look forward to talking to you next week.